Welcome to the Bringing the Human Back to Human Resources podcast, the podcast all about the delicate balance between people and business, and quite literally, reconnecting the two. My name is Tracy Rubin, and I've spent nearly my entire professional career in HR. Join me as I share stories, opinions, and words of advice with you each week. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It is episode number 40. 40. That means 40 weeks have passed since I started this podcast. I mean, that's wild. I actually realized this, even though I should have realized this anyway, but I realized this when I was on the ferry with my friend slash colleague, and she was like, how's the podcast going? And I was like, yeah, it's great. And then I had a moment like where I realized that it was episode number 40 this week. It's insane. I can't believe it. If you have been here since episode number one, thank you. Insane. Insane. If you've been here since episode number 39, thank you. I am so happy to be here. I'm so glad that I have this podcast, just period, like end of discussion that I have this podcast, not only because I feel like I'm actually making a difference for some of you or like helping you or giving you, you know, giving you validation that you're doing something right, whatever it is that I, that this podcast does for you. I feel it. I feel it through the waves of the internet. If I've never met you in person and I just, I'm so grateful and appreciative. So thank you for being here. If you haven't yet, follow me on Instagram at HRTracy. It's where I post all of the episodes where you can be reminded of things. I add to my stories. I talk to you on there directly um, through DMs, through stories, all of the above. So I'd love for you to follow me. For this week, I just wanted to start off with giving you some updates, life updates and news updates. So life update number one, I had my bridal shower this past Sunday. So By the time you hear this, it was, I guess, two Sundays prior, and it was so nice. So I posted on on my HR Tracy Instagram. I don't share a ton of personal things on there, but I did share that because I was MIA that weekend, and it was because of that. Second personal update is that when this episode launches, I will be on my bachelorette party. So I cannot wait for that. Um, I'll be down the shore and down the shore equals the Jersey shore for those of you who are not from this area. So I'm really excited to just kick it, you know, hang back with my, my best friends and just relax. So that'll be really nice. But I have to say, and this is personal update number three, which is actually a professional update as well. Work is stressful AF right now. Like I can't even believe I just said AF, but stressful AF. And it's because of this great resignation. I mean, there is so much, oh, there's so much going on. And it's not even that there's so much going on. It's that everything stops and has to stop because we have so many open positions. So part of this update is that I wanted to share with you the, an update on this, like, temporary HR support debacle. If you remember from, I don't know, maybe 10 to 15 episodes ago, um, I had maybe even more than that. I had someone join as a temporary like HR consultant and I cycled through a few people because they got full-time jobs. They had personal things going on. They had to leave the job. And it was just like a series of 
bad luck and bad circumstances where I just could not get someone to support with the COVID side of the business to help me to be on my team. So I was like, I'm not doing this again. Like I'm not doing the temp thing. This is not the strategy that works clearly. So I managed to, um, to get approval for a retail recruiter role, which is a full-time regular position. And it came about creatively. And through that creativity, uh, we were able to promote someone internally into the role, someone who was and still technically is a general manager for one of our largest grossing, highest volume outlet locations. He had shared that he was really interested in HR and So over the last few months, I've been trying to act as a mentor and meeting with him and giving him some training opportunities and coaching opportunities. And so then when finally we were able to get the retail recruiter role approved, we were able to offer it to him. So it's been an amazing turn of events because now I have someone permanent on my team. We're not going to go through that whole temporary debacle is the only word I can come up with uh, again. So I'm really excited for him. His first order of business is to fill his own role. Um, And I come on here to say that if you are in retail, if you're looking for management experience, if you're just looking for a a part-time job, we have jobs for you. (laughs) So please reach out. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. I would be more than happy to interview you for one of the many roles that we have open. Um, And I'm so excited for him to get started in his role because he's going to make such a huge impact on our business, on our organization, on our teams, and on all of the candidates that he gets to interact with because he's truly an ambassador for our company. So, so excited about that update. But it is a really stressful time because these open positions, it is just fire after fire after fire and and all you can do is really focus on putting out those fires so there's not a whole lot of opportunity for you know being proactive working on long-term projects short-term projects it just doesn't happen everything falls to the wayside when you have a priority like recruitment and open positions and filling those open positions so if you are interested hit me up the news updates that I wanted to talk about It's really mostly sitting in one update, which I am not only fascinated by, but really, really, really interested in watching kind of play out. And that's that Walmart has announced that they are going to cover 100% of college tuition costs, 100% of college tuition costs for their employees, regardless of how many hours they work how long they've been with the company. I'm sure that there's like a barrier to entry, but I mean, that's amazing. Amazing. And when I was reading, of course, I was reading in the Human Times newsletter. So again, if you haven't subscribed yet, I'll link it in my show notes for this episode. But basically, they are giving um, employees, eligible employees, access to a specific list of colleges And I think there were like 10 on the list. And so the employees then can apply and Walmart covers 100% of the cost. I can just only imagine what that feels like for someone who feels that they can't get further education or continue their education because of financial barriers. 
I mean, I'm first of all, I'm not a Walmart shopper per se, but this really makes me think differently about the company and potentially considering supporting them like as a consumer because I, I really believe in things like this. It's really the beauty of a large organization like that. When I was at Target, I had tuition reimbursement for when I started my master's program because it was relevant to my job. There were some barriers to entry. It was a you know, a max amount each semester, each year, I should say. And you had to take courses that were relevant to the role that you're in. So for some, that's not necessarily going to give them an opportunity to go and continue their education. And you had to be a full-time employee. So, you know, but it was still amazing. I mean, I took advantage of that for sure. But when I think about, and really this is the point of today's episode, that education is a huge, huge benefit. Um, And it's a privilege in many parts of the world, including in the U.S. I, I don't know if I've ever shared this on my podcast before, but I went to college at Binghamton University in upstate New York. It's part of the SUNY system, SUNY being the State University of New York system. And there's, there are all of these SUNYs and, um, you know, in this network, all of these colleges in this network. Um, and basically when I was applying for college, I knew I was going to have to take out loans. I mean, there was just no other option for me. It was either take out loans or don't go to the college of my choice and I would have had to go to community college and then potentially take out loans still. Actually, I probably would have still had to take out student loans for um, community college. I don't, I don't totally know. Um, And actually I did consider it. There's obviously nothing wrong with going to community college, but for me, especially I've shared with you all that I have, you know, a sister with special needs. I kind of needed my college experience to be about me and to find myself. And I needed that four years. Those four years that I was in college were, I mean, transformative. They were life-changing for me. And it was really what I needed. So I'm glad that I did what I did, that I took out loans, that I went to college for, you know, at one school for four years and lived on campus and didn't cut corners, even though I was taking out some major, major loans. And I graduated college with like $90,000 in debt. And so I share this because college, continuing your education, advanced degrees, I do think that it is, there is a certain level of privilege there. There are people, whether they're from the U.S. or not, who don't have the same access as others do to getting into college, let alone to being able to go to college. And, you know, it's systemic, right? Like to get into college, you have to have you know, certain type of GPA, you have to have a certain type of exposure or involvement to extracurriculars. And that's, I mean, that alone is actually a privilege because there are, there are people who are feeding their families. There are people who can't be involved in extracurriculars because they have to work jobs to put food on the table to help their families. There are people who come from difficult family home or different difficult homes difficult family life. uh, And they might not have the emotional bandwidth to actually go home, sit down, do their homework. I mean, we're assuming that people come from balanced family life and they might not. And I, I don't know, I think about this because I was on my town's board of education. And so I saw the, the ways in which 
home life for people varied depending on socioeconomic status, depending on race, depending on so many immigration status. I mean, so many factors. And so I think, you know, this is all to say that Walmart is really breaking down a barrier for probably a lot of people. I mean, I think about the Walmarts like in New Jersey, for example, those who work at Walmart, and I know this because I, I have friends, of course, it's retail, I have friends who work in leadership in Walmart. And the things, and it's actually, it's the same thing that I experienced at Target. You have employees coming to you saying that they were unable to wash their clothes. They didn't have money to wash their clothes because their full paycheck goes to feeding their families and paying their rent. And, you know, when you when you are confronted with that reality, and this is the beauty of retail, I think, is that you have exposure to people of so many different backgrounds. And so it gives you this awareness that you potentially didn't necessarily have unless you also came from a a specific type of background, right? Like for me, I knew that I was, you know, I was, I had the emotional bandwidth. I had the home life to be able to commit myself to school and extracurriculars. And so I knew I was going to get into a good college because I worked hard to get into a good college but I knew that, you know, financially, I'd have to take out loans. So that was like the sacrifice that I was willing to make. But being confronted and understanding even some of my own friends who were, you know, unable to um, achieve certain GPAs, be involved outside of of their, you know, outside of, of school, like school hours because they needed to be home, because they needed to help their their families by getting jobs, for example. I knew a lot of people in that situation. And so... Seeing that, knowing that there is that type of reality for many, many people, again, not just Americans, but many people. And actually, I think in the United States, there's so much more opportunity for every American compared to people from different countries, for example. I mean, it's in many ways, it's it's a privilege to be an American. And I, I think I think that that's like a really interesting, you know, thought in a way, because I think there are so many things like as Americans, we talk about, we need to change, we need to fix. And it's all true. Um, But there also is a certain amount of privilege that comes with um, growing up in this country and having access to things, even if your access is challenged because of the upbringing or the, the place in which you come from. So anyway, I think that Walmart specifically is really breaking down barriers by instituting this new benefit and perk and I can I can just only imagine what you know the part-time cashier the full-time you know salesperson who's working there and working another job maybe 70 hours a week to try and you know make make do and get by what it's like for them to know that they can actually advance themselves And I think there are two things that Walmart's probably thinking about here. It's like, one, their employees are going to invest in themselves. They're going to, they have to work at Walmart the entire time they're going to school. And so that's, there's tenure there, right? There's commitment. There's like a lack of turnover when you have someone so dedicated. Because when you're, if you're in college and you weren't able to have access to go to college before without Walmart paying 100% of the tuition, you're, you're going to make sure you stay at Walmart. So you're going to have better performance. You're going to have fewer involuntary terminations. Like I could just, I, I it opens all of these doors, right? 
And I can also see Walmart saying, well, maybe when people take this opportunity to, you know, take advantage of this college tuition, this perk, that maybe they'll actually decide to stay at Walmart after they finish. And that this is just something that, you know, furthers their personal growth and personal development. And who knows, maybe someone's on the manager track for um, Walmart and they've been growing internally, but they don't have a college degree. And this gives them more worldly experience. I could see I could see why Walmart, who probably has endless funds, um, has decided to do something like this. And I mean, I hope that people take advantage of it. I really do. It's so, when you're a leader in a retail environment, especially like a big box where you are confronted with these realities time and time again, that there are people from very challenged socioeconomic backgrounds and also from very privileged backgrounds as well. It's it's a mixed bag in a big box, which is, again, one of the best parts, I think. But I I, I do hope that everyone takes advantage of this regardless of their background it doesn't matter I mean I think that it's such an amazing opportunity that Walmart's not even saying it has to be relevant to your role I mean what's relevant to a cashier in a college degree right maybe customer service maybe business maybe marketing but like that's a stretch so if there's that barrier to entry if you're a cashier you're not I mean it's not going to happen right but if Walmart is saying you can pursue any type of study any degree I mean that's pretty impressive. And LinkedIn has been going wild for this news. And so I'm sure Walmart is loving the headlines. And I can only imagine the number of applications that they are receiving for their open jobs. And honestly, I'm envious. I started out this episode talking to you about how stressful it is, how many open positions we have, how intense the challenge is. God, I wish that I could offer 100% college tuition to drive up our application numbers. Uh, so I'm really proud of Walmart. I, it makes me think differently about the organization, what they represent, and how they take care of their employees. And I mean, listen, not every organization, not every company is going to be able to do this. So employees, candidates, you know, you have to be realistic there. So not every, yeah, not every company is going to be able to do that. But it will be interesting to see if companies take this as, you know, a blue sky initiative, meaning like best case scenario, this is what they could offer theirs. And so then you can reformat and you think about, okay, well, what from this, what can we actually do? And so maybe companies will say, okay, we can do tuition reimbursement up to $5,000 a year. Or we can, you know, send our employees to take, certification classes and we could pay for them to do those things. I mean, that stuff all matters too. So I'm hoping that it creates this like trickle down effect for medium to small sized businesses as well, because there really is, there's always something that you can do. If you really want to do something, you can do it. I'm a big believer in that. So let's see how it plays out. I'm curious. I'm interested. Uh, I for sure will be interested uh, while I'm on my bachelorette to hear from you on this topic. So actually, if anyone works at Walmart, please message me. Like, let's have you on the podcast. It doesn't matter what position you're in. I want to talk to you. I'm going to have to start reaching out to people on LinkedIn who work at Walmart because I need to talk to someone about this. It's amazing. If I could speak to the decision maker, that would be great. But I also want to speak to the person that this impacts. So 
I don't know. Let me know. It's a big world out there. We could have we could have many people who work at Walmart listening to this. Um, if you know someone who works at Walmart, send them my way. With that, I want to wish you a very wonderful week. Thank you for being here for episode number 40. Can't believe it. We're approaching one full year. I mean, number 52 will be one full year since I started the podcast. So I'm going to have to do something special for that. I don't know what it will be. Maybe like a little giveaway. Ooh, that sounds fun. I don't know. I always have these big ideas, but you know, you have to have the time to execute big ideas. So we'll see. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram. Follow me. It's HR Tracy. And you can click the link tree link in my show notes to get connected to my website, to my LinkedIn, to everything. So I look forward to seeing you for episode 41 next week. And again, thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.